gonna be a good day. Welcome to the Holy Healthy Mama podcast. I'm Kristen Noriega, your host, a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and fellow Christian mom. I provide moms with practical, uncomplicated solutions so you can feed yourself and your family with confidence and lean into an active lifestyle. I'm on a mission to make health the standard, and I believe it starts in the family with mom at the core. So whether you're filled with holy guacamole, the Holy Spirit, or have no idea what either of those are, I've got you covered, friend. Thanks for listening. Hey, everyone. Glad you made it back here to Holy Healthy Mama. This is episode seven, meal planning and prep basics. Okay, yeah, so it's not a super catchy title, but it's either spend all day coming up with a cute alliteration or just get to it and dive into meal planning and preparation at its most basic level. Now, this isn't going to be an exhaustive episode of all meal prep and planning because it's a process for each person and it's really individualized and depends on, well, of course, how many people are in your family, how many uh, days you're going to prep for, how much time you have to do it, uh, the time of year, all sorts of factors. So before we get into this, let's start with our moment of encouragement. St. Dominic Savio said, Nothing seems tiresome or painful when you're working for a master who pays well who rewards even a cup of cold water given for love of him. I'm going to repeat it. Nothing seems tiresome or painful when you're working for a master who pays well, who rewards even a cup of cold water given for love of him. Now, this is, of course, the the meaning behind it as it was originally intended is for, you know, your relationship with God and, you know, he will reward you for even the small things that you're going to do. But looking at the analogy to motherhood here, you know, it is tiresome and painful to do some of these things like meal prep and day after day after day feed your family, but it pays well. You are raising your children. You are showing love to your children. And you're doing the best job you can. And sometimes when you're in the thick of it, it's really hard to see the long run, the big picture. But look back at your childhood. Do you remember your mom struggling through meal prep and planning and cooking? Or do you remember the family meal, sitting down together, laughing, eating home-cooked food? What do you remember? What are your kids going to remember? It's a labor of love, my friends. Right back to our topic now. Meal planning and prep. I have become more and more passionate about this because I have just started to really figure out how I can effectively and efficiently get food on the table for my family. It has to happen. And the more I can take out the guesswork, take out the decisions, the easier it is for me. And that's what I hope for you. 
I want you to be able to do this fast, as fast as you need, <laughs> and effectively. Alright, let me start with a story here for you. This is kind of embarrassing, so just bear with me. <laughs> uh, about a year after I got married, I didn't have kids yet, and I was on my way to becoming a dietitian. I was in my master's program, just kind of figuring out my life, and I knew I wanted to eventually have a blog. It was just this idea in my head, and I was following a few people that I really liked. In particular, Kathy Eats Real Food. I interview her next week. So talk about, like, starstruck over, like, a fellow dietitian. But, however, <laughs> that's just <laughs> side note, and you'll hear more about that in that interview. Anyway, so I was following these people who had these beautiful blogs, and I thought, I really want to do that. And I opened up a blog, and I had about um, four posts. I posted a meal plan for the week. And in my meal plan, I had put, like, enchiladas and lasagna and the, like, four other meals that I actually knew how to make at that point in my life. Things that I thought sounded good enough to go on this meal plan. And then one of my friends was like, all of those things take a really long time. How are you going to do that in a week? I'm like, well, really, it's just like assembling, you know, tortillas and sauce and cheese and meat or noodles and sauce and cheese and meat, lasagna versus enchiladas. And, you know, then I was, I just kind of sat back and I'm like, ugh, you're right. This is silly. So I gave up on meal planning. Huh. Maybe that's where my, uh, desire to get this right came from like my failure in the past and now three kids later six years later I have learned quite a few things I figured it out I have some best practices for you that can help you rapidly get your meal planning and prep done yes all right so the there's four different steps that I'm going to talk about here one is coming up with a plan. This is number one. Come up with a game plan. This includes creating a list of recipes and meals that your family likes. If you have, let's say, three meals planned for dinner for the week and your family does leftovers, that covers six nights out of the week. That's a huge chunk with just three simple meals written down. Okay, now you have lunch to take care of, right? So how does your family do lunch? Are you going to cook a meal every time for lunch? Or are you going to assemble something that's frozen? How are you going to do this? What's your plan? Now, friend, I know you're very smart and you have a lot of brain power. But get these meals and recipes out of your head. Either put them on paper or use an app. Because if you're like me, you're going to forget. And then in three months, you're going to say, oh, yeah, my family loved that one recipe. You know, the simple squash and sausage. And why the heck have I not been cooking it? They eat it like crazy. So <laughs> write your meals down. If you start with a basic list, this is going to be something you can build as you go. So it doesn't have to take you a long time. It doesn't have to be exhaustive at the moment. Start with this week. What are you going to cook for your family this week? 
get it down on paper, and then next week you can add to it. And then the following week, if you're going to cook new meals again, add more. If you're going to use an app, I would recommend Trello. That's T-R-E-L-L-O. It's awesome for creating lists that you can then pull from to make like a weekly menu. So you have your list of dinners, you have your list of lunches, you have your vegetables, and you can pull from each list there into a what I'm eating this week list. It's kind of crazy how it works. Um, and it takes a little finagling to get used to, but it's so helpful to have it in your phone, at your fingertips all the time. And this app, I'm, this isn't a partnership or anything, I'm just... This is something that's been really useful for me. It ha allows you to save the recipe within it. Or you can save a link to the Pinterest recipe within your list. So if you're something you're really familiar with and you don't need a recipe, that's cool. That's easy. That's mindless for you. But if you are going to use a recipe, like for some of the bean recipes that I might cook, you know, it's like a bean salad. Well, it has oil and vinegar and... Oh shoot, which spices did they have? Ah, well let me pull up my app, it's right here. And so then, as you look at your lists, you have your recipes, and then you immediately put them on your grocery list. So that could be your, you could figure out a way to do your weekly meal plan and your grocery list on the same piece of paper, or in the same document, or if you use an online grocery order app, you can just automatically put your ingredients in there as you need them. Now, I love using the Walmart grocery store pickup, and I know a lot of other moms might use, like, the Target pickup, or what is that one? I don't know. There's one where it, like, delivers to you from any bunch of different grocery stores. I haven't really branched out much because the part of town that I live in doesn't have those other um, services. But the Walmart grocery pickup is right down the street. And this isn't paid. This is, I have no partnership, no affiliation. Although, hey, if Walmart's listening, heck yeah. But <laughs> it's an easy app where it's mindless. I don't even have to go into a grocery store. I just put my ingredients in. And after a couple times, it knows your favorites. And it's fast and quick. And that's what we need as moms. We need fast, quick, mindless routines and habits that are going to get us to where we need to be. They're going to get us to the grocery store. They're going to get us to our meal prep. They're going to get us to healthy meals throughout the week. Okay, moving to number two, purchase. Purchase enough food for the week or for whatever time frame you need. But if you're not buying enough healthy foods, you will not eat healthy foods. You will run to the fast food drive through You will run to the vending machine at work. You will snack on junk food. Buy enough fruits and vegetables for every family member for the week. Like Looking at vegetables, you need three servings per adult. And for kids, a little bit less, but still work on variety. For fruits, you need two servings per adult. And for kids, I mean, it's two servings, but it's smaller portions. So work on variety for kids. So buying all these things will allow you to 
eat these things. If you don't have healthy snack options at your house, you won't eat healthy snacks. If you buy chips, that is what you're going to eat, right? But if you're going to buy nuts and, uh, let's see, like peanut butter, lean proteins, you have tuna packs to snack on, or you have some cheese blocks, you got your apples and your bananas, buying all these things ahead of time is going to allow them to be in your house available for you when you need to eat them. And buying enough for multiple meals, multiple days is also key. If you are buying enough food for one dinner, then you're going to have to go to the store again and then, or you're going to have to go to a restaurant. So do yourself a favor and look at how many days you need to cover and purchase those foods. It sounds like a no-brainer, but lots of times we just get caught up. It's like, oh, I need some fruits, vegetables, yogurt, oh, okay, and we're going to eat spaghetti for dinner. Well, okay, what about in two days from now when your spaghetti runs out? So have a game plan. It all comes back to that. Maybe I should have called this episode like your meal planning game plan or something. (laughs) I'm not wasting more time on that. (laughs) Moving on. Oh yeah, wait, before we move on, if you go to holyhealthymama.com and click on the resources tab, you can access a simple snack combos list that will also help you take out some of that brain power that you need to formulate, you know, the put this in quotes, the perfect snacks. Um, It's a balance between proteins and carbs. So if you want that resource, go to holyhealthymama.com, click on resources, and you'll see where you can click the simple snack combos. Okay, so our number one is plan, number two is purchase, number three is wash your produce when you get home. For the sake of argument here, if you were to talk to a farmer, I used to live in Kansas, I talked to lots of farmers, yeah. So if you talk to a farmer, they would say, oh no, you don't wash your produce until you're going to eat it. And I used to practice that, and I would be like, oh, well, I can't wash my tomatoes right now, or my strawberries when I get home from the store, because they're not going to last as long. Well, newsflash, if they're not clean, I am far less likely to grab a handful of tomatoes and eat them handful of like cherry tomatoes. I'm <laughs> not talking big old Roma tomatoes or anything else. <laughs> not crazy. But if they're clean, you're more likely to eat them. If your barrier is the fruit is dirty and I would have to go wash it and then I would have to dry it. So why don't we just grab a packaged food instead? Well, let's break that barrier down. Wash your produce. The best tip I have for this is As soon as you get inside, you put a strainer in the sink, and once you start opening your bags of groceries, you just immediately put all your produce in the strainer. Once it's full, wash it really good, take it out, load it up with something else. So, you know, you filled it up with all your apples. Cool. Okay. Wash those. Take them out. Now you got all your celery in there. Wash them really good, especially celery because they have lots of dirt, (laughs) as if you didn't realize that, right? And then take them out. And even better, maximize the family effort here and have your kids set up to wash the produce. It's so fun. It might be craziness, but they're invested 
if they get help, they think it's so cool. You know, my kids fight over who gets to stand on the chair and wash the apples. And then when we have to take turns and set a timer so that they can each do it, my two-year-old and my four-year-old, it's, it's, a, it's fun. And they care about it. And then when they get to eat the fruit later throughout the week, they'll say, hey, mom, I washed these apples. Or in two-year-old language, like, mommy, I washed these. <laughs> but he, they know that they contributed. Okay, so moving to prep. Here is where I think a lot of us get caught up because if you're not going to the gym and you don't have all your little containers of meals and your protein portioned correctly, then you're doing it wrong. I don't know. If you've ever felt that way, you are not alone because that's often what I see as meal prep. It's like just this dare I say meathead approach? I don't want to offend anybody, but I'm going to say that. It's the whole idea that it's it's not for us moms, not for me, not for the average person. It's for somebody who's really strict in their meal plan, so they have to prep it exactly right. I don't want you to think of it that way. I want you to think of this sacred meal prep time as the key to getting ahead for the whole dang week. You can cut out so much time throughout the week by just devoting a solid chunk of time on the weekend or whatever day you want, however your your schedule allows for this. Okay, what would I hope for you to prep in advance for the week? I would hope that you could cut up any vegetables that you're going to need for recipes later that you could maybe put something in the crock pot or at least put all those ingredients in one bag so that the day you want to cook it, it's ready. I would hope that maybe you could batch cook or cook a big batch of like oatmeal or quinoa or brown rice, some sort of grain. If you're going to have a recipe where you have to make your own sauce, you can make that on the weekend or a marinade. You can make that on, I mean, meal prep day. You can make all these things in advance if that makes your life easier. If you have 30 minutes to do your prep, that's fantastic. How fast can you get this stuff done? You don't have time to waste. If you have 15 minutes, what is going to be your priority here? Is it dinner tonight or is it going to be all the vegetables or is it going to be brown the meat or what is it so as you go into this here we go again have a game plan (laughs) what will make your life easier that's all we want that's our ultimate goal with any of this that we're gonna do is of course feed our family make our lives easier and maybe just maybe get to a point where we can enjoy the process if you are somebody who can just spend lots of time in the kitchen you love it you're a chef that's where you enjoy spending time my approach might not necessarily be for you so much because I'm talking about getting in getting it done and getting out I'm not one who loves to be in the kitchen and as a dietitian it's kind of odd to say that 
lots of dietitians are into like recipe development and the whole aesthetic part of foods and you know that's not me <laughs> I have always lived my life this way where I have a task I gotta get it done and then I gotta move on because there's something I would rather be doing more I would rather be uh, playing with my kids on the floor I would rather be on a walk I would rather be reading a book. So if you are nodding your head and agreeing with me, then try this pro approach of creating a plan, purchasing the foods, washing your produce, and prepping whatever the heck you need to prep to make your life easier. Okay, moving to the last segment called Today's Food Trends. Today we're going to talk about soaking beans before you cook them. I don't have a single resource for this because none of the articles I could find adequately describe the situation I'm about to uh, tell you about. So um, it's often recommended that you soak beans before you cook them in order to make the them more digestible and so they cook faster. But if you look at the soaking time and the cooking time, is it really saving you a lot of time? No. So I'm here to tell you, you don't have to soak your beans. You can wash them really well to get off the dirt, make sure there's no rocks or pebbles in there, and then you can pop them in the crock pot, your pressure cooker, or a pot on the stove immediately. You don't have to soak them. While it might reduce the phytic acid, it's not significant enough to make a difference while it might break down some of the carbohydrates a tad it's really not going to make that much of a difference for you in the long run so when you're introducing beans into your diet you might experience a little bit more gas initially but once they become a normal part of your diet you won't experience the GI symptoms that you're afraid of or that you're afraid of smelling at least <laughs> so this is short and sweet you do not have to soak your beans before you cook them and beans are awesome because they're loaded with fiber and they have a lot of nutrients they're a good source of protein and they are going to keep you full for a long time so at least half a cup per week is a general recommendation so I strongly encourage you to incorporate beans um, in a variety into your diet I'm talking chickpeas, pinto beans, black beans, kidney beans, all sorts of varieties. Find a recipe that you like, figure out how to start giving them to your family. They're fantastic for you and your gut health, and that's it. So if this episode has motivated you to get your meal planning and prep in gear, I want you to take a picture of your list of meals whether it's on your phone or on a paper copy somewhere and tag me and post it to your Instagram stories or send me a direct message I want to know what kind of meals you are putting down for your family what are your easy go-to meals all right thanks for listening to holy healthy mama if you loved the show please leave me a five-star review it will help with the show's visibility initial and long-term success, and it will make my heart happy. All right, friends, love your babies, say your prayers, 
and eat your greens.